Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to do something for someone else every day. Mm. There's so much power in that because there's no way you can't feel happy if you're not doing something for someone else. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business, and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you, and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be talking about funding women and investing in women with Catherine Gray. She's a producer, an author, a TEDx speaker, and the host of Invest in Her podcast and the founder of She Angel Investors. So you can go to sheangelinvestors.com. She is the co-founder of the nonprofit sheangelsfoundation.org. Her focus is always on empowering female entrepreneurs and her passion is to utilize her multimedia platform to fund women and level the playing fields since women are severely underfunded. She's one of the top producers in the country in cable television, advertising in Miami for 15 years. She left the position to become vice president of advertising for the first ever gay cable network and decided from that day forward, all of her ventures would be working on projects for the greater good. I learned so much from this podcast about investing and about funding women. You are going to want to listen in, especially if you have goals of starting a business or raising money and also getting really creative in different ways that you can raise money. So listen in. Catherine, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love the name of your show. It, it makes me happy. Well, I just learned that you have like some some happy happiness hacks. Actually, I'm I'm going to jump right in with that. I'm just going to like turn it around here and jump right in with that because I just heard you kind of light up when you were like, "Oh, happiness. I actually have these things that I love to do in my life." that really have proven, you know, for you to have a, have a great life and and create happiness for you. So why don't we start there? Because we are going to talk a lot about investing in all of these epic things that you do and you have going on for women, but let's start with your seven things. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it was fresh in my mind too, because I just spoke at USC, University of Southern California to a group of uh, women, the Panalamic uh, girls over there. And I was sharing with them the seven things I do on a daily basis that not only bring happiness, but also make you unstoppable that mm. you can do anything. You can yes. accomplish anything. And I'm, I'm guessing these are probably seven things you typically do. And there's seven so simple things that sometimes I think people say, well, anybody can do that. And I'm like, yeah, anybody can. It's just mm. a matter of, do you do them? I think you would agree being, totally. you know, you are, into your health mm. and exercise stuff. But it's not about that uh, in this case, uh, although those things are super important. Uh, the seven I have, and I have my notes here just to share with you, is um, one of them is uh, to write down, you know, what it is you want to accomplish every day, but do mm. it the day before so that when you get up in the morning, you literally already have a roadmap. Because I always say it's like, it's like you get up in the morning and say, hey, I want to go to Disneyland but I don't have the directions of how to get there. Yeah. And so yeah. then you would get flabbergasted. So one of the easiest things you can do is write down, you know, what you're going to do the next day. And I say, write down a lot of people, I'm sure type it up or mm -hmm. put it in their phone. But for me, I like writing it down. Uh, uh, it makes it so clear in my mind what my intention is for the day. So when I get up in the morning, I have to think about it. One of the other great things I learned from another thought leader was when you get up in the morning, don't get hijacked by your phone. Mm. Meditate first. It sets the whole tone for your day. I don't know if you uh, anybody follows um, on this uh, podcast, Marianne Williamson, but uh, I'm a big fan of hers. I've love followed her, her for years. That. And I love that she says uh, a meditation in the morning helps set the tone for your entire day. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. A, a positive sets a positive tone for the entire day. The reason that is, is there's so much chatter uh, in, in our lives, social media and phone calls and emails and all that, that if we start it in a calm place with no chatter, uh, we can hear the downloads of what we're even supposed to be doing for yes. the day. I really feel like when I have even an obstacle or something and I think, wow, how am I going to figure this out? It's always in that met quiet of the meditation. Wouldn't mm -hmm. you agree? Totally. that the download comes. And then it's like, oh, of course, it's so simple. There is a solution. There's always a solution. Um, so I love that. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of also steers you and guides you. Like there's a download when your mind is quiet that says, oh, call this person. Yes. Or, you know, yes. make uh, send that email. 
that maybe you had forgotten about. So I think there's so much chatter going on in our heads that mm. to start the day, not on your cell phone, but with the meditation just makes such a difference in your mindset and your happiness and also makes the day more accomplished. Um, another one is to share it with a trusted confidant. So whatever it is that you're wanting mm. to do, I'm not saying share it with just anybody, share it with your people, your like-minded people who are cheering you on. I bet you do this every day. You know, here you are launching this great new product. I imagine you're surrounding yourself with people who are cheering you on, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I, I couldn't do it without it. <laughs> and that's the whole point. You, mm -hmm. you can't do it without it. Sometimes people will try to keep things to themselves. Oh, I don't want anybody to know I'm working on this or I'm doing that. Wrong approach because mm -hmm. getting people in your court actually helps manifest it. Totally. Because, uh, and you never know who they'll know. It's always important to share it because Typically, they say 99% of the time that you need something, there's someone in your sphere that knows someone that can get you that something, whether it's funding or it's, um, you know, like a specific uh, type of service that you need that you're not good at. There's always someone in your sphere. So if you share it with your trusted confidants, someone in that circle is going to be able to help you with all aspects of what it is you're trying to accomplish, right? So good. Yep. Another one is, you know, this is so simple. Uh, like I said, they're all simple, but a lot of people don't do it. And that right. is do one thing every day toward that, that account, that goal that you're trying to reach mm. just one thing. Now you may want to do four or five things, but make sure you do at least one thing because if you think about it, if you did one little thing every day, even if it's a quick call or research or email, you are that's going to be 360 things that you did toward that goal in a year. You think it's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's no stopping you if right. you're if you're doing one thing toward it every day. Um, and, and it makes you feel empowered and good. Oh, good. I did something toward that goal. Yes. It, it makes me feel happy and empowered. Right. And then another one is be sure to do something for someone else every day. Mm. There's so much power in that because there's no way you can't feel happy if you're not doing something for someone else. So, you know, I'm always listening to, uh, um, first of all, I'm just interested in people and what their stories are and what they're doing. Like, I, I love what you're doing. I love the new product. I, I find women so smart and innovative mm -hmm. and incredible. And I love hearing their stories, which is why I do my podcast, which right. is called Invest in Her. Um, and when I hear their stories, I'm always thinking, well, who could I connect them to that would help further their mission? And I think we all need to think like that. Like, you know what? It's free to introduce people and it brings you a lot of joy. So why not? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that that really is a simple thing we can do every day. Yeah. Um, another one is uh, make sure that you do something every day that makes you happy. Mm. I think sometimes people get so caught up in their lives that they're doing stuff for everybody else in their life. But be sure, even if it's five or 15 minutes a day, do that one thing that makes you happy, whether it is, you know, calling a friend or walking your dog. I know that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, having a, a cookie. You probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have that on your list, but I would. <laughs> there are some um, cookies in there. <laughs> having that glass of wine. That's you know. what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, but, you know, that that's really important to, to one's happiness and to accomplishing your goals. You got to be happy if you're going to, manifest what it is you're trying to accomplish. Mm. You got to, you got to be in a happy space. That's what I love about the topic of your podcast. So, uh, the sixth one I think we're on is, um, or actually the seventh one is, um, gratitude journal. Mm. You know, every night my wife and I write in our gratitude journal, because one, it's so great to calm your mind before mm. you go to bed and with positive things. Yeah. But I always say, even on a bad day, everybody can find four or five things mm -hmm. that they are really grateful for. So even if you wrecked the car or you got a bill or ticket you didn't expect, or, you know, even on a bad day, you can go back and say, well, my dog, you know, was crazy about me when I came home or my wife gave me an, a beautiful hug or mm -hmm. 
my friend called out of the blue. You know, it's just so important to reassess the days, Mm -hmm. the days, things that happened that you feel gratitude for, because you will find you can easily always find at least four or five things. And when you recount them, it's like you're sab, you know, saving the moment. Like, mm. you know, you're you're going back and embracing those things that maybe you kind of brushed over. Yeah. And yeah. didn't really, you know, take in what joy it brought you. So it's nice to recount it. Mm. And that recounting it makes you feel happy. And so you know, just to give an overview of all those things, you know, if you're writing down your game plan and you're sharing it with trusted confidants and you are meditating to allow in the downloads and set the pace for your day and taking one step every day toward your goal and helping someone else on a daily basis while also doing something to make yourself feel happy and then recounting that in a gratitude journal at night. I tell you, those seven things, they are so simple and they will absolutely make anyone feel happiness Mm. and will also help them to accomplish anything. Because if you're feeling happy and empowered, you really can accomplish anything. Oh man, you need to like print that out. That needs to be like wallpaper (laughs) that we can purchase. Uh, It really is. I 1 million percent do all of those things now in my life. Um, and it's changed my entire life. Everything you said. So and some things are going to come, you know, if you're not doing any of those things right now, if you're listening, it's kind of like these things, Catherine, for you, I know for me, they were kind of layered. Like what I worked on one thing for a while and maybe a year later, you know, something else came. And, you know, what I still work on is, is meditating every day, but I, I kind of like whether that's a walk or a run where I can get those downloads. Like I have a version of that, whether it's a moving meditation or something where I allow my brain to just kind of open up to the the ideas, right? And I'm so glad that you said that because I do have a hard time meditating too. I know when we're high energy people, we have a hard time <laughs> to quiet our mind and, you know, yeah. and do that. So one uh, crutch I use, uh, I call it a crutch because I love it and it helps me to meditate yeah. is um, there are apps out there. Mm-hmm. So the one I like is uh, the Chopra app mm. and on it, he has many uh, meditations with him and Oprah, Deepak Chopra and Oprah. And uh, yeah, I love that. And they always talk you through like some sort of message that's really meaningful that I really carry with me for the day. And then it goes into Mm. the meditation. Um, And so, yeah, it makes it, you know, more doable. I think I'm going to try that. I'll let you know. I'll throw that in my email that I need to reply back to you. Love that. Those were so beautiful and so great. And I will tell you, I'm using all seven of those uh, to build this company, to raise money, to close this round, to do all of those things. Like those are all very vital. And everything that you said, right down to, you know, adding value, sharing the vision, um, telling people. That's how a lot of the you know investments that have come in have come by way of you know one person. Person that knows one person that knows one person and, and you spread the word. And, and, you know, I know that you are so passionate about getting uh, women funded and, and showing them these uh, different ways of getting funded. And I know that's because it creates opportunity that was not there. It creates possibility that was not there before we educated ourselves and learned about this. So I, I, I am so obsessed with your message right now because, you know, I, I consider myself, um, you know, I come from a family where we, we weren't like, you know, career education, all of that was not a very big deal. And, you know, as I've, as I've grown and really learned, you know, personal development, education, all of those different things and how much that has empowered me to create more opportunity. Um, I can definitely say that in my thirties, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm here. Like I understand. I feel like I've arrived. I've learned a bit. I'm accomplishing things except I wasn't having in my circles of even these very powerful women, we weren't really talking about the possibility of starting a company or uh, raising money or getting funded. And so what was happening is in these groups of friendships that I have with these incredible women, our opportunity kind of ended at, you know, well, we don't have that type of money to be able to start these, you know, maybe product lines or things that could, um, you know, that could require a lot of capital. 
So that's really where this passion came from. And that's also how I discovered you through Susan Sly, who was like, you have to know Catherine um, because this is what she's all about. So that's why this conversation to me today is really important is because I know that it's going to open up opportunities and uh, possibilities for all of the women listening. So what has made you so passionate about getting women funded? And can you share a little bit of those um, numbers statistically just around funding for women? Absolutely. Um, Well, I started SheAngelInvestors.com because I wanted to create a multimedia platform Mm. to get the message out there that women are severely underfunded and how are we going to fix this? And then my partner, uh, my business partner, uh, Kat Curry-Williams, and I also started She Angels Foundation because nonprofit women are also underfunded. Mm. So we wanted to address both the profit and the nonprofit world. So when you go to my website, sheangelinvestors.com, we have a free download, six ways to fund your business. Mm. And the reason I'm so passionate about this um, is because, and I just spoke about this in a TED talk called Fund Women, Save the World, is because I honestly believe if we don't fund women, we will not save the world. Mm. And this world needs to be saved right now. Mm. Women could be the ones that have the innovation and the ideas and the uh, developments that could cure cancer, that mm. could help uh, the save the environment, that could help uh, change the way we deal with um, pandemics. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things that are left on the sidelines if women don't get funding. And most of your uh, listeners probably know, but I like to reiterate it, is that women get less than 2% mm. of venture capital funding. This is this is like outrageous. Yeah. We should be outrageous about it. And I am, and that's why I'm passionate about it. It's so unfair. We're 50% of the population. We're 50% or more of the uh, startup businesses. Why do men get 98%? And so I'm kind of on this mission to explain to people that one of the reasons is that less than 15% of the uh, venture capital firms and financial companies have uh, female decision makers. So 85% have zero female decision makers. Mm. What does that mean to us? It means that more young women need to be thinking about getting into the funding world and working in venture capital and more successful women need to think about getting into the angel investing Mm -hmm. arena. More venture capital firms are starting to pop up. You know, there's, there's uh, backstage capital, which is focused on uh, women and people of color and LGBT there uh, are groups like Golden Seeds and Portfolia that are getting women involved in investing in women through angel mm-hmm. investing. Um, I think the big thing is, you know, our culture never cultivated women to be investors. Yes. Now, yes. why is it important that women invest? Because people tend to invest in their own kind, people they relate to. Mm-hmm. So, if a woman goes in and pitches to an all white male panel, and I'm sure you're accustomed to this, <laughs> they might not identify with that founder right. because it totally investing is a personal thing. It's about investing in someone you identify mm-hmm. with. And if this woman is talking about the next best uh, medical bra, or you're talking about uh, a light uh, rosé seltzer drink that women would prefer. Yes, a man yeah. might say, "I don't really see a market for totally. that." Totally, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have to have our own people sitting at that table mm-hmm. that we're looking at, and they're saying, "Oh my God, I so get this. I want to invest in that." So how do we get more women? at that decision-making table. That's what I'm on a mission to do. We're working on a series to go to different cities and educate women on how to become angel investors. Mm. And I'm learning myself as I go, what's out there to help educate women. Uh, I mentioned Golden Seeds and Portfolia. And of course, there's lots of uh, angel investor groups popping up there that will help educate you how to become an angel investor. Mm. And 
This is super exciting to be an angel investor. You know, women tend to go to things like book clubs. And I say, this is the new book club. This is the 21st century book club. But instead of going and reading a book and talking about that, you get to go and hear an amazing, smart, innovative woman talk about their new idea or invention. And then you get to get behind it. Collectively, you can get a group to invest in a a woman's company and you can actually make money from it. Mm. So, um, it's exciting to hear what's out there. Like every time I hear someone pitch me an idea, I'm thinking, wow, how come nobody <laughs> thought of this? Yes. Yeah. A no brainer. This is so great. You know, throughout history, women have never been acknowledged for their inventions. A lot of people don't know it was a, a woman that created central heating. What wow. would we do wow. without it? Yeah, it's a woman, as we know, that created x-rays. Mm. What would we do in the medical field without x-rays? It was um, a woman that created the fire escape, saved many lives. Mm. Uh, so there's all these inventions that have come in the past. If we didn't have them, what would the world look like? I feel the same way about today's uh, inventions and ideas and development that are sit in the hands of many women that mm. need funding. And so your listeners can be part of the solution. Uh, First of all, if you are a woman uh, out there who is super successful and you haven't invested in another woman and you've only put your money into stocks and bonds and real estate, think of it as one more niche you need to uh, diversify into Mm -hmm. and seeking out either a venture fund or uh, an angel group where you can go in and be a part of this exciting opportunity. You know, women actually impact more than 30% of all the wealth. That That's trillions of dollars. Wow. So we are in a position to invest in women. We just have to be educated on how and why we need to do that. And really, so that's my message and mm-hmm. that's my mission. Now, there are other ways for women to get investments. Uh, some of those are mentioned on my website, sheangelinvestors.com, where they can get a free download of, you know, the six ways to fund your business. A couple others than venture capital and angel investing is uh, SBA loans, small business association loans that help people that might not be in a position to be able to get it from a bank. So mm-hmm. it's a wonderful opportunity for them to tap into that. And then, of course, uh, for some startups, uh, crowdfunding can be a good way to go. Um, there's one called um, I Fund Women mm. that I think is phenomenal because she gives all the resources of how to be successful at it. You could do it on these other ones, too. Uh, I think there's uh, uh, Seed and Spark. There's um, GoFundMe. But what I like about I Fund Women, uh, besides the fact that she's behind women, uh, is that it really does take a certain amount of resources and information and guidance to have a successful fundraiser when you're doing uh, that kind of uh, fund, that kind of crowdfunding. Another interesting thing is for people to look into uh, what's new is um, uh, it's a different kind of crowdfunding called equity crowdfunding, Mm -hmm. where people actually invest in your company and could get shares in your company. And before Obama was president, this didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Only very wealthy people could invest in companies uh, for an equity position. Mm. They had to have like a million dollars in the bank or, you know, earn a certain amount of money. But now anybody can do equity crowdfunding because a law was passed saying that in it, when they're doing it in this equity crowdfunding uh, parameter that they meet these guidelines that a person could put in $100 or $500, you know, uh, something that anybody could do. And so that's a very exciting new thing that's happened in the past, you know, hmm. five to 10 years too, that a lot of people still aren't aware of. And where can we find out about that one? That one's actually fairly new to to me. I don't know if I've learned about that one. Yeah, I think that, you know, like everything, thank goodness we can Google it and you can Google equity crowdfunding. Okay, equity crowdfunding is the keyword. Equity okay. crowdfunding. And I know some people that are doing that and I think it's a, a great way to go um, for certain companies. It, yeah. it depends yeah. on the company. Um, but uh, there's lots of different opportunities to be an investor or to get funding. And mm-hmm. so- 
everybody, I think, falls in one of those categories. If you're not needing the funding, you can certainly be investing in another company. I have to tell you about Talkspace. When they say mental health is a journey, they mean it. That's why it's important to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. When you work on yourself, it brings positive changes in all areas of your life. That's what this podcast is all about. The long-term effects of therapy can give you the tools to deal with challenges as they arise, strengthen your relationships, which we know is so important, and give you a more positive outlook on life. There's no better time to invest in yourself than right now. And Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. It's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7, and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. They have a great therapist network. They have thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger, management, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com and make sure to use the code HAPPY to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show. That's happyandtalkspace.com. Oh man, I I just like want to cue the choir to everything that you're saying because I'm just like feeling this so hard. Like I just the the thought of, you know, because I have pitched in, in front of men before I decided, you know what? I'm going to have all female investors in this because they weren't understanding. That. And I wasn't mad at them for not understanding. I was I had a moment of being upset of not knowing where to look for the women. I was like, okay, I I understand that they're not going to, they don't have this. They're not like, God, I wish I had a light rosé and that I could ask better questions to my girlfriend so we could go deeper and start businesses together. Like they're not my people. So it's like, I had a moment of being angry. And then I had a moment of being like, wait, how do we get the solution? How do we get this conversation to women so that women have the opportunity when they have a product like this or when they're pitching in general to put it in front of the audience who will be the consumers as well, you know, who understand it. So yeah, I went a million percent was just like, yes, how do we get this and out you know, there? Um, some of the best advice I've gotten is from a, a, a thought leader that I love to follow and work with is Andrea Quinn. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, women spend so much time trying to convince not their people to be their people. Yeah. Oh my God. So what you just said is right on, Lori. It's when when people are your people, they're going to get your product and your idea and they're going to want to get behind you. It should be easy. Mm. And, and we're making it so hard. But I understand your your what you're saying about um, the challenge of finding women to invest mm-hmm. as opposed to just finding men. And sometimes people will say to me, well, Catherine, you know, shouldn't we just be encouraging men to get behind their daughters and wives and sisters and friends. And I say, well, sure we should, mm-hmm. but how's that been working for us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I do think we need women uh, to get into here and, and be decision makers and be investors. And I love that you're perpetuating that and you are accomplishing it. So you are living proof. It can be done that women can get behind a company and launch it. And yeah. I love that. Yes. And I, I'm like, so I'm just so in such gratitude to have found you and be having this conversation. I know we'll have many conversations. So, uh, you know, because it, it truly is, it, it's how it has to be because uh, like I said, we can't be, we can't necessarily just be upset about it, you know? And I know that's, you take massive action. That's not what you or I are saying. It's like, we, we need to solve it because I cannot blame the men for not understanding my idea. That would be like a man pitching me something about fly fishing and, you know, waiters. And if that's what they're even called and me being like, I'm sorry, I just can't give my money to that because I don't understand it. And I don't, you know, care about it. So And this trickles over into every vertical. You know, I hear this being that I'm in L.A. all the time when people are pitching their shows to men that head up the studios and the production companies. And they'll be like, no, I don't get it. And that's why a lot of the programming is 
very attuned to the male audience. Mm-hmm. It's because that's the, who the decision makers are. And as that's slowly changing, slowly, <laughs> um, you are starting to see different programming um, and, and and more female-driven characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the woman was never the star, was never the superhero, you know, but now that's changing um, because there is a demand for it. And that's what the men who are the decision makers in Hollywood don't understand is that just because they don't like it or don't agree with something doesn't mean there's not a whole half of the population that is starving for this other kind of programming. So it, it, it spills over into not just investments, but programming. And that is why we need female decision makers in every vertical. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully we're moving in that direction. I just had on my podcast, um, an astrologer who told me that the the planets are aligning and, uh, to mm. perpetuate uh, the feminine going forward. Um, that old male patriarchy is on its way out. The, the, the planets are absolutely aligning to come together, not just for women, but mm. for minorities, for social justice. It, it's, it's, it's a slow and hard process and a difficult time the earth and the world are going through, but we are going to get there. And that's where we're headed to a more equitable world. And uh, it's an exciting time to Mm -hmm. be hopeful and look forward to that because it is moving in that direction, but everybody's got to play their part. It won't happen without the action. I I love that. And it doesn't have to be, you know, for anybody listening, if this feels a a bit overwhelming, if it's a newer conversation, it's also, it doesn't, it does, you don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to know everything at once. If there was one thing that triggered you that you were curious about, it's even just the, the fact that your brain opened up a little bit to it. It's now on your radar. So I prompt once it's on your radar, it's kind of like, it's just going to pour in. It's going to become more interesting to you. You're going to see possibilities for yourself. So I love that you guys are listening and just, you know, staying in tune and, and just throughout this whole podcast, kind of look for the thing that piques your curiosity the, mo- the most and maybe do a little digging or, or go listen to Catherine's podcast as well for even more on that. So Catherine, I would love to ask you for people who maybe don't know what this is. I'm trying to go back to some of the, the questions that I had in the beginning. I didn't understand what venture, um, uh, I can't even think of it right now. <laughs> what being a, uh, help me. Why can't I think of it? Be, uh, what, what venture capital yes, is. Yes, thank you. Versus being an angel investor. Can you tell me about what those two things mean and when do you use both of those me- modalities for what? Here's what I'd say, because I'm not an expert uh, really at uh, all of this. It's really new to me myself and yep. I'm learning as I go. And what I would say is, like a venture capital firm like Backstage Capital is pooling monies. And in a, a um, investor group, an angel investor group, tends to be individual investors, mm-hmm. okay? But what I would say is I just learned of this myself. So I always like to share information that I help think helps people to learn. And I became aware of Renata George, who is doing... Um, VC Academy. Mm. And they have a program at VC Academy that teaches angel investing. And if you want to start your own venture capital fund. Interesting. And I think you're going to see more and more of that type of opportunity to learn because I understand people are afraid to get into something they don't understand. That makes perfect sense. I think that is what has held women back. You know, guys have been in it. They bring their buddies in. That's how it kind of, you know, is old boys club, like a lot of things. But the more women that become angel investors and bring their comrades in, the more women will be doing it. And so I think what holds people back is exactly what you said, the fear of not understanding it. Totally get that. Makes perfect sense. So seek out something like BC Academy or Golden Seeds, Portfolio, groups like this actually teach angel investing. And then those angel investors pool their money into those venture capital funds. So um, it is a learning process for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because it's all new to to most women. Most women, obviously, if only 2%, uh, uh, well, 2% is going to women and, and less than 15% are women actually involved in the decision-making. So of course, very few women are in this space, but we do have to focus on more women getting in this space at any age, 
I mean, more, like I said, more college women need to be thinking if they're in business and finance, why not go work for a venture capital fund? Very exciting. Or uh, if you're in your second or third chapter of life and you're very successful, earmark some of that money to become an angel investor. So I would say there's plenty of opportunities to learn about it. Mm. Are there are there certain places or things or maybe even a tip that you could give around if, if you're thinking about a business, ways to figure out what type of funding is best for you? I know that you have an awesome document for that, which you can refer back to again, but are, is there certain things like, typically, if you are this, you want to look at this, or is that really like personal to how you want to set up your business? I think it is personal. Each person would be different. A person that would be getting the SBA loan might be different than the person really scaling that needs venture capital. Venture capital will tend not to look at a company unless it's really already super successful and Mm -hmm. needs to scale. Like, you know, you have a product, you're in 700 stores, but you want to be in 7,000 stores. In fact, you may even have to already be in the 7,000 stores for the venture capital to invest in you. So that's really for late stage. Uh, the angel investing, not so much. They might put in, you know, 25 or a hundred thousand and, you know, it might be easier to raise in that group. Uh, SBA loan would be somebody who might need 10 or 25,000 to just get it started, yes, like seed yes. money. So there's kind of something for different people based on what level they're at. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. for crowdfunding, is that typically for people who kind of like are already out in the world, they have an audience, or can anybody do this for crowdfunding? I think anybody could do it. Uh, I suggested the, um, the I fund women because they provide resources to understand it because there is a method to making it successful. Uh, it doesn't, ju- you know, I've seen plenty of people just try to do a crowdfund on their own and it, it doesn't work. You, you really do have to know what you're doing, but some people have been very successful at it. And what it is good for is let's say you have a product. It's also a great marketing and research tool because mm-hmm. you see if there is a demand uh, when you offer your product in the crowdfunding. So uh, if you're launching some type of product, uh, it's a great way to go crowdfunding. It's it's like a focus group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So a couple of questions that are coming up for me. I know a lot of people get really, they actually get really scared around the idea of, you know, either borrowing money, so raising money um, and investing because there is, a, there's risk involved, right? So first of all, let's start with when do you think is a good time for somebody to raise money or essentially crowdfund, borrow money? Um, you know, is there a way to tell, or do you think like trying to bootstrap is a good idea? Are there different, you know, uh, thresholds that you hit that you're kind of like, okay, if I'm here and I can't seem to get here, this might be a good time to, to raise money. You know, I think every, every situation is so personal. You can't Mm -hmm. really blanket that. I mean, a lot of people have started very successful businesses while they had a full-time job Mm -hmm. and then they did it on the side. A lot of uh, companies have been born that way. And then when this gets so busy, they came over and did that. I just talked to someone the other day who did that. She has a t-shirt company Mm. and she was working for somebody and doing on the side. And then it got so busy that she, um, had to quit her full-time job. And then her husband just now quit his six-figure job to come over and help her because they are just booming. So each situation is different and it depends, you know, it's a different, a t-shirt company as opposed to, are you creating a product Mm -hmm. that goes into thousands of stores, you know? So you can't really blanket that. Mm -hmm. What I would do is meet with a coaching consultant in that arena you know, I'm a big believer in why try to reinvent the wheel. Get with somebody. I, you know, I sent some people to that are putting a pitch deck together to uh, Anastasia Green. Get funded tools. Hmm. Um, I just think it's a, a fantastic business. She's a woman. She helps women create really impressive, powerful pitch decks because she's learned what investors are looking for. Ooh, say that I, again, because I could have used her. Let's yeah, give that get resource again. Tools. I'll introduce you to her, uh, Anastasia Green. Okay. And she uh, is one of several, I'm sure, that um, help people create effective pitch decks because mm-hmm. I think it is one of the things that holds a lot of women back. They don't know how to make the pitch deck or they don't make it properly. They don't know what the investors are really looking for. She's been down that road. She knows what they're looking for. 
and and she knows the common mistakes that people make. Mm. I'm a big believer in everybody on this planet was given a gift and you have to seek out the people that have the gifts that you don't have oh, and so let good. them do it. Yes. Because, yeah. Why try to do something you're not good at? It makes absolutely no sense. Takes so but, much time. <laughs> It takes so much time mm-hmm. and energy and you'll fail yep. because yep. if you don't know what you're doing and you can't do it well, you know, so you have to get yourself in a position where you can bring in people. And then of course, build out your team as you grow, but you have to start with some other people that uh, can do what you're not good at. So mm-hmm. it frees you up to do what you are great at and what you love and what makes you happy. Right? Yes. And if we all just figured that out, the world would be a better place. That's for sure. We wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't be walking around with, you yeah. know, so much. And I think uh, there's something about uh, that um, energy too. When you're, when you're contributing to someone else uh, because they have a gift, you don't, you're circulating that money yeah. if you will. And so it, I think that this is what makes everything work so well is you know, you're paying someone for that. Like I've had somebody say, oh, that person wants to coach me. They want me to pay them. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what they do for a living. That's their gift. Yeah. You know, so yes, you should pay them for their gift because their gift is going to help you. And then you can pay someone else with the money you make to do things that they're good, whatever it is, social media or running your website or, you know, that's how it all, that's the beauty of it all. We all have different gifts and that's how we all make a living and, and we should be generating that goodness between each other. Oh man, so good. What do you wish more women knew about this arena? I wish more women knew that A, how underfunded they are, mm-hmm. B, why it's so important and C, how they can be part of the solution. Today, they could go out and seek out an angel investment class or group and learn and be a part of a very exciting thing that could not only make them money, but just, you know, help another woman. And what's better than those two things together? Yeah, absolutely. What's exciting you the most right now? What's exciting me the most is that there is, it is leveling up slowly, but surely it was a bit of a setback for women over COVID, but I do see more people talking about it, um, becoming aware, you know, as Oprah says, once, you know, you know, (laughs) so the more we get the message out there, the more people are getting behind us. I know with our, she angels foundation, we quickly got a lot of, uh, people becoming members Mm. and wanting to get behind what we do is we give grants to female founded nonprofits Mm -hmm. that are helping women to thrive. So it seemed like, you know, more and more people are wanting to do conscious donating and conscious investing. And so uh, the nonprofit world needs funding for women that are helping women get back on their feet and get into the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, So that's important. And then the other side of it is the angel investing, you know, so uh, like I said, we're developing a show that we're going to take on the road Mm -hmm. to go city to city to explain to women and inspire them and get them excited. This is something we can unify about, by the way. Mm. You know, we're trying to get unity in this country. This is something I think we can all unify on is how do we lift up women? How do we fund women? How do we come together to empower women? Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm excited to take that on the road uh, through a series that I'm working on. You know, I'm a big believer that film and television is what changes culture. Yeah. So that's that's my mission is to utilize that platform, multimedia platform, to educate and inspire women. Because if enough women become angel investors, we will level the playing field. Mm-hmm. That is so we true. Will save the world. Mm-hmm. We'll, you know, invest in enough women. It sounds big. You know, you know, it, it it sounds big to say fund women, save the world. But if you really look at it in that aspect of you can't leave all those ideas and inventions and input on the sidelines yes. if you're going to save this planet. It, it really is real. 
I agree. And I think that when we, in, when we allow and in, engage in this conversation, it opens up parts of our minds that we potentially or may not have been using to think bigger, right? You're asking a bigger question, which is going to get us bigger answers. And if we don't even think that question is for us, then we're never going to engage our brain to that level. And so that's why it's so beautiful. And you're so right. And that's why I applaud what you're doing. You've been fearless. You are being an example to other women of what's possible. Uh, I did have recently a, a male investor tell me that, yeah, women often just get to a certain plateau. They're making their six figures. They don't think they can make seven figures. They don't think they can get the venture capital funding. They're holding themselves back. So that's mm. the conversation I would like to change is to have more women gather around women, get behind them and help boost their confidence. We mm. got this. Yes. I, that would have never been possible for me if I wouldn't have gotten around other women that I saw who were doing it. It, it, it was great for me to see my husband and his friends doing great things, but I needed to see somebody like me doing it. And that's what I decided to surround myself in. So you are, you couldn't be more correct. Um, so what are you doing personally, Catherine, when you're at your best? When I'm what? When you're at your best, what are you doing? When I'm at my best? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. I think, uh, I'm at my best when I'm living on purpose, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm doing something that's making a difference in the world. And I feel like, uh, I'm, you know, really doing something to be a, uh, a difference maker, you know, like, am I doing what I'm here on the planet to do? And I feel like I am, I'm, I'm living my mission to change this. And I do believe that, uh, I will see in my lifetime, I will see this shift mm -hmm. of funding going to women and more women being in funding and, and more women taking off with their businesses. So that's what makes me happy. And uh, living in the moment, uh, being with people I love, uh, you know, nothing better than that. That's, that's as high as it gets. Mm, so good. So you've had to educate yourself on all of this. There was a time when you did not know any of this. And I think that some people listening, like how I probably would have listened three years ago, would have been like, it must just be a natural inclination for her to to lean into this, or this must just feel easy. Tell me about what, like, what was the the point where you were like, I want to get educated around this. And what did that education process look like for you? Yeah, it's been a journey like anybody's. Um, you know, originally for many, many years, I've been a big um, advocate for the gay community. And as a filmmaker, uh, one of my first projects was called uh, a documentary called I Can't Marry You mm -hmm. about same sex marriage. And I got very passionate about the fact that uh, gay people couldn't get married, which mm -hmm. meant they could not get the 1000 rights and benefits and protections that came with the federal government when people get married. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I was super passionate about that for many years until, of course, I made a film that uh, was called I Can't Marry You. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres' mom, Betty, narrated it, and it was on PBS. Uh, I will tell you when I made that film, it was my very first documentary. Wow. And I later read that getting it on uh, television was like winning the lottery. Oh, like wow. one a, But I had no idea. But really, like any business, it was right place, right time. Mm -hmm. So I came out with that film right when we were able to get married in San Francisco and Massachusetts. And it, the tide was starting to turn. And I believe it was the first film that was about the federal rights and benefits. Mm -hmm. And then many other films came out. And I do believe, like I said, I do believe it's film and television that helps change culture. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really a filmmaker. That's what I am. I love telling this. I love telling people stories, whether it's on a, a series or a, a documentary or on my podcast, mm -hmm. uh, Invest in Her. I love peop sharing people's stories because I think that's what inspires people. When you get to hear those adversity to triumph stories and you relate to it and you say, oh my gosh, that's me or that's my brother or that's my cousin. So I, I, I wanted to humanize the situation to people. And I think my film helped people realize, oh, some of these people have been together 10, 20, 30, 50 mm -hmm. years and they can't get married. And what does that mean? It means they can't visit them in the hospital or they can't leave them their social security. Oh, wow. or, yeah. You know, all of these things that uh, really anybody would 
uh, I think, understand how unfair that was. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, wow, the day that that came about was, you know, just brought me to tears. I was just I couldn't believe that we got that right. And then, of course, three years ago, I was the beneficiary of that law. Mm -hmm. So I got to get married and I'm so happy about that and uh, just didn't really know if that would ever happen in my lifetime. So I'm so happy that it did. Which gets me to the point, I am making a point here, that I've always been for the underdog. And so I was starting to, I, I just felt, a, I always try to, like I say in meditation, listen to a download. And I, I just got this download to start uh, feeling like as a gay woman, I needed to reach out to help all women to empower themselves, mm. not just gay women, but gay women should be part of the conversation. I feel like many times they might feel left out of the conferences and things like that. So I created a conference called Live, Love, Thrive mm. and a book and a podcast at the time, all Live, Love, Thrive. And I did that in one year and I hadn't done any of those things. I think that's the exciting thing about life is uh, we really can do anything that we put our mind to. Uh, women are just unstoppable. And like I said, implementing those seven things that we talked about at the beginning of the show is really what I attribute to uh, allowing myself to, to be able to create whatever I feel the download is. So in that conference, uh, I decided to add a night called She Angels Pitch Fest. I saw that women weren't getting funding and it came together so easily. I found these six or seven women that were willing to invest in female entrepreneurs. I had the female entrepreneurs come and do their pitches. And then as a filmmaker, I decided to film that and film the series of how the, um, the money and the mentorship impacted the success of these women. Mm -hmm. And so actually anybody can see it. It's called She Angels with an S series with an S. Uh, dot com and and there's six episodes there about that pitch fest and that's when I got really interested in figuring out that women were so underfunded I, I couldn't even believe it then and every time I would tell people you know we get less than two percent of venture capital people would their mouth would drop they'd yeah. be like what and I thought oh my gosh I really need to be on a mission to educate people about this this is my next calling. And um, I, I did the TED talk called Fund Women, Save the, Save the World. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I did that so that I'd have this platform to educate people on the fact of how underfunded we are and why that needs to change and how we can fix it, how they as a participant can fix it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I just I, I'm just one of those people when I um, I find something that I'm passionate about then I want to use film and television to get it out there. And that's why I'm working on this new series uh, to go city to city and, and, and uh, uh, you know, inspire women to get involved in angel investing. And, you know, we're going to go to each city and, and give a grant and give an investment to a deserving woman in that area. And that's where that's my my next film and television project. Oh my gosh. I am so excited for you. I think so many people listening are excited for that. Um, so we'll stay tuned for where we can all see that and watch that when that that comes up. Um, hopefully you do some behind the scenes stuff so we can we can follow along with that too. That would be amazing. Um, I'm so grateful for you. I'm excited for the future. I know that we have some plans cooking um, with some of our, our, our companies that we're doing. So um, I can't wait for that. You guys will be on the lookout for that. And you are, you're such a beautiful human. I love chatting with you. I love how your brain works. Um, I love your enthusiasm over what you're doing. You have a true um, just passion for being a cheerleader and advocate of women and their dreams. And I think truly, if, if, if we were all living in our purpose, the planet would be completely different. And I think that is what this is all about, is getting people to be able to live exactly mm -hmm. in their purpose um, and all the things that fulfill us. So grateful for you, you guys. Um, you can find her and follow her at, let us know where we can find you and follow you. Uh, she Angel Investors uh, on social media. You can find me also on LinkedIn under Kathleen Gray. And of course, my podcast is Invest in Her. It's on Apple and Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. I feel the same about you. And I'm so excited about your new venture. I'm cheering you on <laughs> and uh, really grateful that our paths have crossed as well. Me
me too. You guys, if you loved this podcast, make sure you share it with a friend and also let Catherine know, tag her on Instagram. Let her know what your biggest takeaway was. Like if you had an aha moment or if you felt like this conversation was super approachable and it was the first time you've learned about it or heard about it, let her know because we love learning about, you know, who's listening and what you guys want to learn more of. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. 
And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.